Hello and welcome to week five, six, week six. This is episode six. Episode six of the Denalysis podcast. Um, I'm here today with Natalie. Hello. Hello. And also, Ant is back. Yay. We're returning Ant. What up, Ant? How you doing, man? Good. How you feeling? Just about recovered from Reading, I think. That was like 10 weeks ago. (laughs) No one knows that. 10 days. And also, literally, no one noticed that you were gone. Good. No one. Me especially. My contribution is that little. <laughs> we didn't even mention it at the start of the episode. I think we waited about half an hour. The good news is we're finally we're finally not quite there. I mean, I think there's still some more games today, but we're nearly at the end of the international break. So Yay! woohoo, we can all, all, all praise the, uh, the return of the Premier League. Um, so yeah, we've got to talk a little bit about the international fixtures to start off. Not much really happened. I don't think there's much to cover. I mean, Deli Ali swore at a man. No. Did you see his Twitter, though? I did see his Twitter. Not where well. he's claimed that he was swearing at Carl Walker. Walker yeah, yeah uh, it kind of, it's reminiscent of it was just banter, mate. It, yeah. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? Where, exactly. I think that's what he was trying to pass it off as. <laughs> but do you, you know, if you're a professional footballer, do you really go out on the pitch and start like waving your middle finger around? If it's Deli, if you're Deli Ali, it's Carl Walker. You just break his legs. Really. <laughs> you just do what you want. Like, Deli Ali's really, Batman. I'm not really mad about it. Well, the good news is that he probably won't get a ban from the Premier League. So oh, I, he'll just get banned from international. Uh, yeah, so I, I think you wanted to talk about how how exciting yeah. this is for Ali owners. Delhi Ali just happens to be banned for the first three games in the Champions League. Hmm. Therefore, he won't be playing any other games. Was that for the Was that for the dodgy fit. red against Ghent? Yeah, the one where he managed to win. He went for a little well, leg breaker. Yeah, literally, and I've never heard such a big stadium just fall silent. Literally, <laughs> it, was just, it, it, it was just ooh, oh, it wow. just echoed around the ground. I, th- I think Natalie watched it. Did you see any of the England game or the the pundits after no. the match last night? No. They're talking about Ali and being like, oh, you know, he's got a bit of a devil in him. But they, they we, like, we like that side. We like that. We all need, we, every player's into yeah, that. He plays on the edge. It's nice that he plays on the edge. And no, it's like, it's an yeah, but you don't need to murder people on the yeah. pitch. Yeah. Like, I know, but I just, I think maybe, I think if I was a footballer, that's what I'd do. Uh, yeah, you definitely would. I know so, that. I have no doubt. Yeah, so I've just got a bit of sympathy uh, for the kids. Maybe that's it. You have, you kind of relate to him. Yeah, he's like your. I see uh, myself in slash him. Slash, you do love Delhi Ali in general. But yeah, like I did find it funny how the pundits kind of defend him and they do this whole sort of, oh, you know. But we like that about him. He, he's got, a, you know, he'd lose his edge if he didn't have that. I don't think that's true. Not every player needs that You don't have to be edge. a horrible person. But anyway. Um, the, the England match last night, it wasn't particularly exciting. Mm. Uh, England got, got over the line, Rashford with the winner. Um, who else was it? The first goal was Eric Dyer, who... Mm, didn't you know, intend to do a goal. Didn't, um, you know, I think he... Was it an accident? In, in his mind, was he was like, I hope, I'm just hoping and I'm just swinging a leg and it, mm. it looks good. It does know, it looks like a good finish. It does know, it can, it can shoot. He can shoot, but this I is from a corner, that was intended. and it kind of no, came off so his calf. It was a bit weird, but I see. it went in. It went in, and that's what. That count. In real time, it looked great. Um, England, however, did not look so great. The word, I mean, the word mundane popped up on my Twitter timeline <laughs> yeah. quite a lot. Uh, yeah, that's that's not surprising. It wasn't particularly inspiring. I mean, Alex um, Oxley Chamberlain was the problem. Oxley Chamberlain was hilarious. It's terrible again. Really he was bad. so bad. <laughs> the thing about Oxley, right? And I think what's that? Thirty-five mil. 
<laughs> it was 40. Oh my god. It was 40 mil, man. That guy's a waste, man. I'd, I would have taken Danny Drinkwater. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so would I. But, that guy can spray a pass. The, the thing is, right, uh, the thing about Oxay Chamberlain is, I think I might have even mentioned this on the podcast before. He, I feel sorry for he picks up the ball, he goes on like an excellent run, and you're like, this guy's got talent. No, I'm brother. And then he looks for someone to pass to you. And he just passes it straight to the opposition. Or, like, he, he takes on three or four people. And it makes you like, wonder how he got through the Southampton ranks doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It seems like he, there was a time when he was more, like, effective with what he does. But he, he do, goes past three or four players and puts it in the stands. It's like, that, when he gets yeah. there, when he gets there and he has the opportunity, he doesn't know where, where to go or what so to what, do. What, what was he doing not doing <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> there were multiple shots that he took, but one in particular, where Dan just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> afterwards, it was Gareth Southgate taking notes, and Dan was like, Southgate taking notes, here is the goal! Uh, yeah. Here is the crowd! Yeah, that actually, is not where the goal is! Yeah, he was actually drawing the goal. <laughs> I, d- I, did the, I did a little emoji, um, picture of the, the goal and then I did like lo- lots of families together to, to <laughs> simulate the, the crowd yeah um, so Oxo Chamberlain probably on that evidence don't get him in your fantasy team um, I just don't believe he's going to play he's going to play at Liverpool yeah he'll, he'll be a rotation option for Liverpool definitely I think you know Mane is going to be a, a good guy um, elsewhere Davy Proper scored for uh, the Netherlands Oh, they had a, had a nice little win the other day. Um, Maybe Brighton will do some goals. Um, yeah, probably not, but okay. you know, <laughs> Netherlands managed it. It's strange. France, um, France played the Netherlands. France beat them four nil. Right. And it was just a hammering. Then France played Luxembourg on Saturday night. Sunday. And it was nil nil at yeah. time. Nil nil. Nil nil at the end. Full time. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. France had thirty four shots. They, <laughs> yeah, they're keeper. Oh, man. I just just assumed they'd win. The strange no. thing is that uh, Luxembourg hit the post right near the end. Like they, um, this player I don't even know his name, but he mugged off Kashani, got past him, went on this great run, put, uh, sprayed it past the keeper, and hit the post. It came out. It's was, it was so unlucky, but you know they put in a, a pretty fantastic performance. But yeah, I didn't think in terms of fantasy league prospects, I wasn't. I didn't really catch any of the, the South American games. I think Aguero was on the bench for Argentina. Have we come out with any injuries? Um, there's no fresh injuries. I mean, we've... That makes what a we have? We had we a few mysterious yellow mm. exclamation marks popping up over over concerns of illness and, and I feel like, like fake news. suspicious back problems, but... Yeah. All fake news warrants a yeah. 75%. It seems like we, we got away with it. Um, I think there was a little bit of concern over Phil Jones. Um, and he played both games, played 180 minutes. So I don't know. Maybe if that guy seems to be playing a lot of football. Maybe if you want to get Jones in, wait until Friday to to see the team news. Yeah, but if he's played both games, there's a chance he might. Yeah, aggravate a little injury. But yeah, no, it was um, it was a bit boring, you know, as international breaks always are. Uh, other than Harry Kane scoring some goals, I don't think there was much much of a note to talk about. Fair enough. Um, so next, we're gonna look at. Something we've titled Keeper Corner. Yay! And uh, Natalie's going to take it away and tell you how how to do goalkeepers good. I am. I appreciate that you two aren't really into transferring goalkeepers. I'm, I'm just Mr. 4.5. <laughs> However, Mr. 4.5. There's a lot of chat about wild cards. Mm, and I feel like if you've opened up your wild card, you might as well 
shimmy your goalkeepers around hmm. as well because why not it's not costing you anything extra and it's no no qualms to your no team no skin off your nose exactly so here I am to tell you about some keepers none of these keepers I own so make of that <laughs> what you will but I think the, uh, the, the, the top guy is Lursel Huddersfield yeah three clean sheets and 11 saves at 4.5 million pounds ooh la is he not risen yet no unbelievable not yet it's looking like must it be might, them wild cards it's looking like it might happen this week hmm. but still it's not it's not on yet so you don't need to worry the fixtures do start to wane slightly shortly hmm. but I just feel like he's with 11 saves like four against Crystal Palace, five against Newcastle, and then two against Southampton, who you said barely had any shots on target anyway. Yeah, I think they had one in the entire game. Um, so how did he save twice? <laughs> because stats. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like he's still a good option, regardless of fixtures, because mm. he's good for the save points. Yeah. Um, next, man of the hour, Forster. Okay, i got a lot of time for Forster. Five million. We all love a Southampton defender. Two clean sheets and 12 saves. This is it. The only reason I don't have Forster is because I already have a Southampton defender and I'm not here for doubling up on those kinds of things. Did we talk about Forster's exceptional chance created leading to a save? No. Last week. Maybe. We can talk about it again because <laughs> I don't know if we did. <laughs> so basically in the last game, you were away, Ant, so I don't know if you would have seen this, but like... Forster somehow made a mess of like a loose ball near like it was going out for like a, a corner he goes over to scoop it up and he just scoops it straight to the opposition and wow. then he, he kind of jumps up and gets down and saves this like super close range uh, shot from the, the opposition and it was just like bizarre. my man is creating chances for the opposition so he can gain the system yeah, he's get those just, save points yeah he's got himself in his fancy rogue. team I love a rogue keeper oh man and that was what took him you know he ended up with six saves I think from that five so, so how many, was it five? Get, surely it was six how many bonus points did he get oh he, yeah it was six sorry, yeah, sorry he six. got two two extra points for saves right. he got the three bonus oh. and he got a clean sheet so what's so that? 10, 11, 11 points. 11, yeah. Ooh, amazing. Yeah, incredible? so if he keeps faffing around like that, that's the player you want in your team. Yeah, yeah and they've got, uh, we've talked about this before, how their fixtures are nice, like consistently, uh, mm. all the way up until about game week 12. They've got Manchester United slotted in the middle. But oh, that's than, the only real one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, other than that, and, and you get until mid-November. Even so, like you'd still, you'd still back them to do well in that game just because they are a, a well-organised defensive team. Yeah. I think that's kind of talking about Lursel previously. Um, their fixtures do, they've gone from three of what you consider relatively easy games yeah. to being pretty tough games in, in, the matter, in a matter of a few weeks. So that's kind of maybe, maybe some cause for concern there. Maybe they might struggle to yeah. uh, keep quite as many clean sheets as they are. We can see how, but I think it's just save points then for Lursel. Mm. Yeah, see how he and he, goes, he does look like a good goalkeeper. Like he, well, he's he made some great saves against Palace. He's been interested in the heating, hasn't he? Well, that's kind of it. It's kind of what spurred this section, Ant. Is I'm is disappointed the, by heating this. Heating is always this season. It's, it's basically flipped Natalie's season strategy on its head. And Lars was better looking. Well, that's true. Forced us for 5.0 though. Oh. Another man who is five million of the pounds 
is Butland for Stoke. Five million of the pounds. For, now, what does five million of the R- pounds for Butland get you? RIP Grant. Well, this is it. I gave up on Stoke defensively. I wasn't interested post Grant. Grant was it. Grant was everything for me last year. <laughs> Grant was my opinion. other than Heaton, who was other also everything. <laughs> You're the keeper. The, se- field the second Grant is put back on that bench, Stoke, no, dead to me. Hmm. I think I was wrong. Oh, oh. I decided that what maybe that wasn't the best course of action. Okay. It's definitely not the worst course of action, but also possibly not the best. So. There's only, Butland's only kept one clean sheet thus far, but the fixtures haven't been easy, Hmm. Everton, Arsenal, West Brom, and the fixtures going forward aren't particularly a walk in a park, a walk in a park, or the park, any park, Hmm. it's not a walk in it, until game week nine. But, save-wise, we're still at ten saves. There's an international break coming up. Yeah. After that, yeah. Stoke faced Manchester City. Yes, okay. After that, sweet run. Sweet it's run. It's in the green. So we're talking Good. about game week nine. We are now talking about game week nine, and this is this where is Stokes, October, 21st. Fi- Stokes fixtures boom. And I think Butland is a man for the clean sheets a man and, for the <laughs> and the saves. A man after my own heart. Yes. This is what I believe. He's a 5.0, and I guess the good thing you can look at there because uh, we, we're looking at their next sort of like five fixtures now. They've got Man City, Chelsea, and Man. Uh, sorry, Man United, Chelsea, and Man City. Sort of Every thing. other week. Every other week. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so those are tough fixtures, but that that'll give you a good idea of quite how good Stoke are going to be. Um, uh, you know, you have some good data. You see how they perform against the big teams. You'll see how they perform against Newcastle and Southampton also. Um, so yeah, like you, you've got some good stuff to look at. Who's next? Next. The Renegade. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Hennessy. Hennessy? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Whoa. Wayne. Okay. Oh, Wayne. <laughs> I'm going to give you a chance. Hear me out. But I- I'm interested to hear what Nat has to say for this one. Go for it. So, Crystal Palace, shocking team. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> the, last, the last three, so their first three fixtures this season, Huddersfield, Liverpool, Swansea. Lost to Huddersfield, lost to Swansea, lost to Liverpool. But oh where Hennessy comes through is against big teams. Okay. On this large sample size of data that I have of these three games, uh-huh. that is where he has shown his promise. <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't even keep a clean sheet, but still managed nine points from 12 Saves. Holy oh, hell. Wow. And I didn't know they lost to Swansea last week either. That's so 17 saves thus far what? this season. He didn't even save a penalty and they ended up yeah. nine points. Yes. And no clean sheet. No clean sheet. I am... I didn't even notice that. You did because I told you the other week. Anyway. <laughs> 17 saves, 12 of which came in one game against Liverpool. And obviously there is that weird thing about how Liverpool always lose when they play Crystal Palace at home. Hmm. They didn't, but still. Doesn't that's a ridiculous stat? So, Nine points. What I would suggest is keeping an eye on Hennessy generally, but especially during tough fixtures. 
three of which they have coming up over the next few weeks. Yes. <laughs> they play Manchester City, Manchester United, and then Chelsea after the international break. Wow. And then they have some nice fixtures with Spurs thrown in the middle. So it might be one to keep an eye on. I wouldn't have him as my first keeper by any stretch of the imagination. This is a renegade pick in its very essence. Oh, it really is. Like if you're if you're backing, you know, if you're going to put faith in that twelve save masterclass, three games against the Manchester clubs and Chelsea in a row. That's where you want to look. That could. What what could he have realistically by the end of it? 27 points from three games because he's made 12 saves in all of them. Look, I don't want to speculate. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's what we're here for. But I do. <laughs> um, he's d- I'm definitely not saying get Hennessy in your team. But if you want... If, if you're a gambling man... A differential, some may say. Yeah. Definitely. for four if, five. if you want to play every fast f- and loose with the rules... Yeah. I think every 4-5 keeper... Well, most of them that are in people's teams at the moment, it's got to be Foster or Lursall, isn't it? Yeah. The, yeah. Knee, the knee jerkers will go for Lursall, and the, uh, the safe ones, like me and you, are going to go for Foster. So, yeah, yeah. Hennessy, definitely a differential. There's not really anyone else, is there? Like, I would never have considered Hennessy for my 4.5 choice. Now you've no. Cle- Clearly, on, like, yeah. as they've proven, they are terrible. Okay, but yeah, nine, nine points in one that's that's incredible. Uh, did he get the bonus points? You got three bonus points in that game. And didn't keep a clean sheet. Didn't That's keep a clean sheet. Twelve un- saves and three bonus. That points. is literally unheard of. <laughs> um, That's I'm sure it's happened once, once before. <laughs> maybe just maybe once. when a maybe when a keeper scored. It's unheard scored. of from our recent memory. Yeah, yeah. like when Jaskolainen scored that absolute yeah. cracker for Bolton. I, I want to uh, give a, a little shout out to um, to Pickford. Pickford is been, my final yeah. my final guy. So please go ahead. Well, yeah, he's. I was just gonna say he's you know been trucking along doing mm. doing an all right job, uh, not Consistent. not too good against Chelsea actually. Looks like he did make five saves actually. Yeah, that's Six it. Eleven two. saves thus far, one clean sheet. Definitely not the don't pick him option that we thought he was. Yeah. If Everton get well, as soon as Everton come into the green and their fixtures, this is you're it. definitely gonna consider. Yeah, it I have written for save points as well. Keep an eye on fixtures because they do bright. Like they've had a tough start. Tough running, yeah. But they do brighten up. But <laughs> they, they haven't really put up as much of a fight defensively as you you would have hoped, other than maybe the Man City game. But mm. I don't know. They've got Spurs and Man United next, and then they do get very much in what you'd consider the green with Bournemouth, Burnley, Brighton. I guess the thing with Pickford is he's going to be if you do pick him your number one. Yeah. Or unless you've got like a, a David De Gea, in which case why are you getting a five point as your backup? Well, this is it. My my oh, final oh, my final piece of advice would be to avoid <clears throat> keepers priced at five point five. Hmm. <coughs> Check De Gea, Loris, Courtois, Sakamov. I just feel that if you're going to get Ed- a 5-5... Five, five, Edison, like, whom's... <laughs> if you're going to get a 5-5, five, five, surely it's got to be a player that's got great fixtures lined up. De Gea is yeah. the only, even, only one I, I wouldn't argue with, with being picked. Because yeah. he's he's a, he's cheaper than Bailly. He's cheaper than... Um, that's yes, true. Yeah. That's true. He's cheaper than Valencia. He's going to play every game and he's world-class. Yeah, it's ironic that De Gea would be actually one of your cheapest entrance points into yeah. the Man United defence. But then he's still... Because uh, you, you look at it in terms of 
the cost versus what a defender would cost you, other than, of course, Jones. But a defender, like can, a defender can score. But a defender can score. And also, uh, there's that, that thing of if you're spending 5.5 on your keeper, that's less money that you can put into your defence. So or, or they could do a Hennessy week in, week out. You could do a Hennessy, <laughs> yeah. My God, would they be worth 5.5? Five, five? I, I quite like the look of Pickford at some point this season because Definitely. there's going to be a point where Everton come into their own like defensively. They've they've made some good signings this season. Surely, surely they'll do something good. But yeah, we do really need to see a bit more of them. See how they do against City and how they do against um, what do we call it? Sorry, not City. Um, see how they do against Spurs and, and Man United. That's our, our goalkeeper talk for you. Uh, next up, we have. Dear Defenders, which is... I'm really into Dear Defenders. Dear Diary, Dear Defenders. Pricey backline, guys. Are they worth it? And how many you should have? No, they're not worth it. You shouldn't have more than one. Well, that's that. Close the book on that one. (laughs) Yeah, I think Alonso, obviously, last year proved that the points are there. And I think, I just think, apart from Alonso, what, I've got Valencia. I think he's, like, the only other viable, like... I would invest six million in him because... He's a out and out wing back that can mm. attacks. Have you but got Alonso and Valencia? No, no. Right, I, I was no. going to say, how have you done that? <laughs> no, I definitely don't have no, both. You just um, have Valencia. Yeah. I mean, we I just, to have two of them, I just your money's best spent. Also. It's crazy, isn't it? And, and I think I've been on my wild card at the moment. I mean, this ties in with me because Alonso, I've been going back and forth on, and I kind of I was looking at getting someone like Bai because. As much as I hate Man United and I don't want to have like Man United players in my team, they have been really, really solid so far. And it's that Mourinho second season thing where it's like all of a sudden he figures everything out, his team starts playing really well, they can see very few goals. So I have been sort of considering, rather than Alonso, getting someone like a Bailly or a Valencia just to free up that little bit of cash. Yeah. Especially as um, Alonso has gone up to 7.1 now. Really? Um, what, oh, what, after that, that after performance? After two goals. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's hard to really to really call, but I, I think I'm going to try and get Valencia into my team because I, I've been reading a lot on this and a lot of people seem to pitch him as almost like he's, a, he's an extra midfielder that gets you clean sheet points. So kind of in the way we thought uh, Milner was going to be at the start of the season when he yeah. was listed as a left-back and it's like, well, if he's going to be on penalties, that's that's excellent. But I still think with players like Carl Walker, who's obviously going to be playing as wing back, mm. I still think he's more defensively. Inc- I mean, obviously he is encouraged to go forward and mm. has three at the back behind him. But I just don't think I don't. Can Alonso even defend? <laughs> like he is literally a winger. Yeah. Whereas Carl yeah. Walker at least is a defender. Yeah. I don't. It just feels that way to me. And yeah. like Valencia, can Valencia actually defend? He That's must pretty, be able to, right? I don't know, but like he's strong. I just mean I that. I mean that I'd I'd have more faith in like I'd have more faith in Alonso and um, Valencia. Yeah. Because they are to me they literally feel like I've got a midfielder in my defence. Yeah, and that's kind of the the point that was made. It's like for seven seven million, you're getting a midfielder who gets clean sheet points. Yeah. And there's potential if he gets a goal and a clean sheet. You know that's he, he gets more he's... points than a midfielder does for a goal. Yeah. And there aren't really many 7.0, 7.5 like midfield options that are worth getting at the moment. Like no, no, totally. no one's really performing. Well, Zahar's not really doing much. Is well, it? he's injured. Oh, he's Zaha, injured. Yeah. Now. Right. Okay. I'm just thinking of. I'm thinking of all those. There was a big load of 7.0 midfielders at the start of yeah. the season that looked 
good, but none of them seem to be performing. So. I mean, there's Sesk. Yeah, he's but, like the only one. Though. But he's the only one, and we don't know with Drinkwater signing and also Bakayoko coming from um, from Monaco. It's like, do we know if Sesk is because he's down to six point nine? But yeah, but he's also yeah because he got uh, sent yeah, off in of the, the first week, didn't he? But um, he came back and got goal in in week three, but. It's kind of a hard one with Sesk because you know he's going to be rotated at some point and wouldn't you rather have Alonso who's going to play basically every game um, and also has probably more opportunity for goals than Sesk. I mean, I heard an amazing stat the other day and I, I might misquote it slightly because it was quite a while ago, but it's basically from Alonso's last 10 free kicks, he's scored like two goals, he's had like four of them on target... <laughs> Um, Every time and, he steps up, it's like Willian as well. Even the, three goals, like he's hit the four on the target three or four and two, times. three, three missed or something. Yeah, no, that was it. He hits the woodwork. It was the lot. woodwork. So it was like two goals, like three hit the woodwork, like three were on target. Last season, season, yeah. let's go in. So, so with him, the only thing is, obviously, then you're looking at a four point five um, midfielder. Whereas if you've yeah. got a seven point midfielder, you can get four point defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a slight. It's kind of like you're paying for a seven point five, but he offers so much more. I think I think that yeah, the the defender comes out on top. Yeah, when we look at midfielders, what is it? Mkhitaryan, Pogba are sort of like the cheapest guys that you can get that in that similar yeah, yeah. price range. Everyone else is upwards of nine. Mm. So, can I run through? Yeah, all of all your notes. Of yeah, the defenders. What I'm going to run through is all of the defenders who are six and above. And above. Okay. I've written Arsenal. State of them, to be honest. <laughs> don't touch. Do not touch. Them. I like, I we like, don't even like know which that. ones of them are going to start. Barker Shelney. Yeah. Bellerin and Kalasnach are the ones priced for six... Oh, and Kashani, sorry. Yeah. Priced six million. It's not worth it. Let's move on. Yeah. So Chelsea, Alonso, as we discussed, 7.1. A ridiculous amount for a defender, <laughs> in my humble opinion. But still get him. But <laughs> two goals in a clean sheet. Yeah. That's outrageous. As for Equator. <laughs> and space. No, but the fact, that he's, the fact that he's now done it two seasons in a row. Yeah. And he's going to do it again. Probably. Um, as for Equator, 6.5, an assist in a clean, one assist and one clean sheet. I've written Moses 6.5, which to me is shocking. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. What? I've written well, it down. Must, so how much do you think like, Moses was? Not that I much. I thought it was five point five. Six point five. If it was five five, I would have got him. Six point five. Unbelievable. I've written. He it. didn't even deliver last year. Like I mean, in, he in was terms a of fantasy, wasn't he? Oh, of course that was he was. Why? Yeah, he's been reclassified. But just some people did get him for for a period of time. Not worth it. No, no, definitely. If you're gonna go for a Chelsea one, it's, well, you're gonna say Cahill. No. <laughs> no. David Luiz. Oh, really? Six million. We'll play every So game. far, one goal, one assist, one clean sheet. Not bad. And that goal... No red cards. That goal, no red cards. That goal was like, wasn't it a 90 minute? 90th minute job, wasn't Can't it? I remember. The one where Morata headed it back to him. And he oh, there. the uh, the one against Burnley. Great finish. It was a beautiful oh, yeah. goal, yeah. Um, Cahill, 6.3, suspended until next week, game week five. Yeah, so yeah, it will be... <sighs> I mean, maybe we'll see if he does anything then. We don't know, because we haven't seen him do anything, so maybe... (laughs) So maybe, maybe not. But then slightly cheaper if he does come back and is good. Mm. Rudiger and Zappacosta both priced at 6 million. 
watch Zappa Costa. I, I don't think Rudiger's, wor- Rudiger's worthwhile, but uh-huh. Zappa Costa, there's a bit of hype around him. I think he got five assists in, um, in the Italian league last year. And he looks like a guy who can deliver a cross. And like, you've watched the highlight reel, right? I've watched the highlight <laughs> reel. In that highlight reel, he looks damn good, man. <laughs> Zappa Costa, from what I can see, you know, he looks like a guy who's got a good delivery. Watch him, see if he, he gets into the team. Morata's obviously a good option up top to, uh, to head those goals in. Thanks. Yeah. Here's some shock news for you. Oh, OK. Everton. No, have, no, you're not doing me with this. Have two defenders priced 6.0 or above. What? What, the wing-backs? Are you freaking kidding me? Coleman, priced at 6.5 <laughs> Yeah, you got to remember, million. last season he was great. The kid's got a broken leg. Is it? He's not very good with his broken leg, I'll, Ma- I'll admit that. Is Mason Holgate playing right-back? I don't know. No, no, um, they've been... No, Wait, no, he, he has been. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Holgate's been I'm sure they rotated though. I'm sure they brought someone else in. I was also convinced Holgate was a centre back, but whatever. Coleman has an unknown return date. Mm. And I've written baffled. Oh, I thought you'd write RIP. <laughs> no. But like 6.5 for an Everton defender is absolutely insane to me. I don't no, care it's, how many. It's based on last, it's based on last, last, defender. last year. He was, I but think he was like one of the top defenders. Until he got he? injured. Yeah. Because he, he was injured quite a while before the but end of the season. Coleman, in comparison to Alonso. Surely there is no comparison. Well, there was one season when Coleman was, I think he was the top scoring of all of the defenders. Yeah, so he, he the has season that wasn't last season. It yeah. wasn't last season. And then before then, was that was when Baines used to absolutely yeah, yeah. He used to take all the set pieces. You mentioned Baines. Yeah, he hasn't been delivering, has he? Six million. Yeah, now see, in seasons gone by, that'd be like a bargain. Mm, yeah. One clean sheet thus far this season. I used to captain Baines. Yeah. He was a good option back in the day. He used to take penalties, free kicks, corners, everything. I'm, I'm sure that was lovely for him. <laughs> but if you want a defensive player for Everton, it's Pickford. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For 5 0, definitely. And you know what? Baines is going to have a hard time trying to deliver them crosses with Rooney on the verge of a uh, drink driving <laughs> sanction. So I, We didn't talk about this on <laughs> I, I actually lulled when that came in. <laughs> I was like, this is the best day of my life. I told my boss it was the best day of my life. <laughs> because he was, he was out with a. All of those 7.0. 7.6 Rooney now. Has he gone up? Damn. But after people heard about him complimenting <laughs> this woman's boobs, so like, damn, what? this guy, uh, yeah, uh, this was part of the story that okay. he, he met this girl out at like a, a club or whatever at this place, and he kept complimenting her on her boobs. Oh, and that did was, she have good boobs? I don't know, like, I, I, I mean, I saw a few pictures of her, but it was kind of, I don't know, it just felt a bit try-hard, you know? Like, come on, Rooney. Chill out. You got a wife. She's pregnant again. Oh, poor Colleen. Colleen. Um, Manchester City, next. I believe a team that seemed too unstable to be placing more than six million on a defender. I'd agree with that. I've got Otamendi in my team. He's not more than six million. So that's six fine. Five, isn't it? Are you sure? I didn't write him down. He's five five. Thank you. Oh, right, okay. Mm. Mopping my brow there. <laughs> Just testing you. Thanks. Um, so Carl Walker, six point five. Waste one man. clean sheet, a red card. Waste man. 
Is he likely to get more yellow cards? I hope he has. I think he does like a yellow card, Walker. He's not a very good. See, the thing about Walker is he's not a very good technical defender. He's he's kind of more of a winger who plays in defence because he's got he's got a good engine. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think he's he's the guy to go for. Um, if, if there's anyone in this Man City backline you should get, and I wouldn't recommend any of them right now, but keep an eye out for for Mendy because yeah. he is he is definitely a boy. He's a very good player. He's only had one start so far. So yeah, it's hard to tell. Was he benched last? So week? he no, he started the last game, um, but. Just about every City player picked up a yellow card. Left back, right? Um, left back, yeah. And he's he's a very good crosser. 6'5". 6'5", uh, yeah. Six, five, yeah. See, that's that's why you shouldn't go for him right now. He's, I think he'll give it, what? You've got to give it... Until I think he'll solidify his place. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you've got when you've got the likes of Alonso in there at the moment, yeah. who's more of a guaranteed, you know, it's 7.1. And it's just going to play. You're putting yeah. a lot of money into him. And he's going to be probably a more consistent point uh, point scorer for now. I don't think we've seen a seven point one defender. I'm, I'm pretty sure Baines, Baines and Terry, might be seven, yeah, back in used to be like Terry. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Back when Chelsea kept clean sheets every game, and Terry was obviously like just untouched. Terry scored a lot as well. Yeah, he scored a lot ahead as well. Um, yeah, no, I I remember going on uh, Reddit before and actually seeing like. The prices of like the the legendary players and people saying exactly this. Yeah, like, yeah. I swear no defender's ever been more than like six million, and then you see Terry uh, and like those guys in their heyday. Aguero in his prime was I think thirteen. He was thirteen, two, yeah. Sorry, and then yeah. Uh, same with Van Persie as well. Yeah. Van Persie used to be thirty. You know, Van Persie, I got him every season, and it was great yeah, because was someone in my my football team that I supported was actually getting a goal every game. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let yeah, me, let me run through Mendy. these other ones really quickly. Company also at six, but whatever. Manchester United. These are the ones that look most attractive, mm. as you have already discussed. Valencia at 6.5. Three clean sheets. Got some bonus points in one of those games as well. Yeah. Bailly, yeah. 6.1. Bailly is going to play every game this season. Three clean sheets and a goal. Yeah. I think, I think unless he gets injured, Bailly is, is just guaranteed. Yeah. And that's where I feel like I want to put my money if I wanted a yeah. defender that was six or... I, I think you're right. Some people are doing Phil Jones because he's 5.1. Um, and he looks, at the moment, like he's got to play every game. Has he played every game so far? Yeah. But there's going to come a point where he either gets injured or where Lindelof comes in. He was a, what was he, like 35 million signing from... Um, can't even remember where. <laughs> uh, Benfica. It was Benfica, was it? So, um, yeah, there, there may be a time when you have to switch, but actually Lindelof is also 5.1 at the moment but because he's dropped he's, so much. Yeah. Five, oh, he's gone down from 5.5. 5. 5. 5. 5. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be the biggest price drop. I think so. To be fair, though, I had like Lindelof in my draft for... Yeah. Five. Oh, before you... like Yeah, for ages. I was like, like this guy, what value... Well, that was the thing. He, he was a big money signing, and I think a lot of people expected him to start. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. had him. And it was terrible in the Super Cup, and now, wasn't it? Yeah, and now everyone, because they, they had him, they're like, we need to get rid of him, hence his price dropping. So, Mourinho's literally looked at him and gone, nah. I don't know. I, I think you'll, you know, you'll either see the injury or you'll see Champions League rotation happening. So there's, there's going to be a point where Lindelof starts getting into that team. He's probably just been given a bit of bedding time. God damn it. 
Really quickly, Spurs as well. Um, Danny Rose at 6.4. Injured AF. Allegedly back next week. He's still red. This weekend, I believe the 9th is he's allegedly back, so we'll see. That's ridiculous. He's still red. Why well, are they doing this? It's expected return date. It's the 9th of September. Lies. Well, we'll see. 6.4 is too much. Anyway, for the way that Spurs are performing clean sheet wise it's not worth it Alderweireld and Vertonghen also at 6 one clean sheet it's not worth it Davison Sanchez and Aurier both joined the game at 6 million yep really I nice. forgot Spurs signed Serge Aurier Dan is very I freaking him. love Aurier isn't he the mentally unstable one he's the one who goes on Periscope and starts calling everyone gay yes yeah. yes that's the one yeah Wow, the Spurs have signed them. <laughs> so I can tell you, Danny Rose, expected back September 30th, according to Physio Room. In my eyes, expected back never. I don't expected care back never, yeah. Back. He's well, betrayed them. I don't think he's worth getting in anyway. So. No, totally. Um, Aurier, though, I love him. He, in, uh, <laughs> there's like an Instagram post of him when Arsenal was allegedly interested in signing him. He's wearing an Arsenal shirt. He was basically... You know, saying come and get me, and Arsenal did not do that. So now he's gone to Spurs. He's going to be great. Well, good. To <laughs> so you know, 6.0. He might be a good option at some point. Still, Alonso is is shining. Yeah. Uh, sticking out to me is like a, a great guy. Anyone else? Bye is the one for me. Bye. I think I. You know if you had to pick any of them, it'd be Bye. Yeah, and I th- now I've t- since lunchtime today. I think I've talked myself around. I think I'm going to get rid of Alderweireld. Yeah. And get Bye in. Because why not? Interesting. Live Interesting. a little. Are you not, you not feeling a little bit antsy about ditching Alderweireld so early? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to say you are. I've still got to deal with my... We'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but I've yeah. still got to deal with my Britos. Okay, longer. yeah, your Britos situation. So... Uh, fair enough. Uh, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. That's your dear defender well, section. Thank you very much, Natalie. I... I almost want to make it a weekly thing just because of that name. I don't. It's so fine. I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I, don't know, not, I don't. I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I was half joking, so we're all good. Good. Looking forward to game week five. Yes. So this is where it all gets all gets real. We've had a week off. We've had a week to to gather our thoughts. Well, Anthony still hasn't looked at his team. Yeah, and kind had of forty five. He's had forty five minutes of this podcast and hasn't looked at his team. Go on, tell me more about how he's doing it right now. I've actually put something in my starting eleven. They got West Brom at home, and I feel that they're going to do the business. Feel it's going to be a well, I just think that if they're going to get a clean sheet. Sutton is the one that can deliver. They got a clean sheet last week. Yeah, they did. And I had him on the bench. I also had Dunk on the bench. Did you? Yep. I had had 16 points on the bench. uh, I've seen worse. I had similar. I think I had about 14. I think I only had about 8. Sutton and Elliot. Newcastle got a clean sheet as well. Mm. Yeah, um, disappointing. But we're not talking about. No, we're not. So Sutner, I think um, I still believe in his pre-season abilities. I still think he can get um, get some assists. I've swapped Otamendi out. Um, that's why it's a playing Liverpool. Think, yeah, I just think you can't really put any any defender that's going to come up against Firmino, Mane, and Salah. I just think put him on the bench. Um, what else am I looking at? I'm captaining Lukaku at the moment, hmm. I think. You're um, going to stick with that? I know he missed his penalty, unfortunate, but just think if that had gone in, that would have been uh, three goals. It's not really enough. unfortunate, because if you look at the last like seven penalties he's, he's taken, they've all, in the all gone in the same place. Really? Yeah. 
Apart from one that he put down the middle. So there you go. It was it was going to be an easy save in the end. Schmeichel, great guy. I'm quite happy with my team to be fair. Yeah. Got all the, all the Southamptons got well, haven't you? Yeah, I think all the um, Southamptons have got Watford at home. I think that's all of the Southamptons. All of the Southamptons. And For me, that being a shoot of Redmond and Gabbiadini. A mere hour ago. Yeah. You were talking about how you were going to wildcard this week. I'd quite like the look of my team. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you've come around. Yeah. Well, lucky for you. you look and in the... There's another international break in three, four weeks' time. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'm, so... I'm tempted to play Tom Carroll somewhere. Get him in. I mean, it's guaranteed two points, isn't it? But that's about it. I don't know. Newcastle. Swansea versus Newcastle. Sigurdsson is officially out the door. Like He is Mr. Set Piece, isn't it? As is Llorente. But do you think he's a creative player? Yeah, Llorente's yeah. got... Do you hear about... He looked good at Spurs. Did you hear who came in for Swansea? No. Come on, Wilfred Barney. He's back. Score some oh. goals for Swansea. And as, <laughs> we need to check it out. We haven't seen the video. We have to show you the video Can after. we put it on now? Can you, come, yeah, can you we edit can, it in? Because we can, we can have it. And edit the, you can edit the sound in, surely. Yeah. No, I'm going to play it live now just for your reaction, though, <laughs> because it's so good. It's it's so no, good. but you need to see the video as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get the video up. But uh, just just talk about why you think whoever you were just talking about is going to be a good option. <laughs> well, I find this. Um, You're talking about putting Carroll. Tom Carroll is what you wanted to do. Yeah, I just think it's Mr. Set Pieces now. Um, Wilfred Bonnie. Oh, obviously I need that. Mr. Set Pieces. But Carroll is yet, yet to make it. Sivikson and Llorente haven't been playing. Game at five. But four. Four. <laughs> um, so despite the fact that Llorente and Sivikson, I think he'll take on that role. I think he'll grow into that role. I think he'll. I mean, he's got a good delivery. He always had a good delivery at Spurs, but obviously just didn't really get many opportunities. And then we finally sold him to Swansea, and he looks good. I like him. I have faith in him. And for 4.5, I think the value, potential value he offers, being on all those set pieces, and he did perform well in the preseason, I think he's a good shout. I think he looks even better than... Uh, better than Loftus Cheek, who plays further forward. Is this Carroll? Yeah, but po- uh, yeah. obviously Palace is so bad. Yeah. Carroll's the one for me. Yeah, Ca- Carroll. I, I don't know. I haven't I think seen enough potential. Of him. I think there's potential, but he's only for only four point five. I'm willing to say that risk. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know a lot about um, Renato Sanchez, but he's come in as well on loan. So he has. Yeah. Does he t- is he not a set-piece guy? No. I, I know very little about him other than he's kind of a, a defensive... It's just a Bayern-Munich high midfielder. Here we go. Charm, Wilfred Bonnie. This brilliance out. All right. Come on, Wilfred Bonnie. <laughs> Score some gold for Swansea. We go wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild, wild. This bit. So selfie cam. Or is the selfie cam? Let him live. Score some gold for Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> is this guy horny? Is, is that? He, is this he is he so weird. Apparently, that was the thing that he used to do before, though. That, I guess that was well, like that was the his, charm, his song. Was that the way to break yeah. it, really? I, I, wow. Well, I, I love that the, the tune they put though. on in the background is not in the same key. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're thinking about Carol? That's that's an interesting one. I, well, he's already got Carol in the squad. Uh, no, I mean I mean starting him oh, though right. because you know he's he's basically a a placeholder, isn't he? Like a a cheapo guy. Mm. Is that For your some. team? Is that no other bombshells you want to drop on us? No. No. That's okay. Weird. Dan, why don't you tell us about your wild yeah. card? Yeah. Okay. So I was having a little bit of a mare earlier. Uh, basically, I have a situation where you know I'm, I'm here to ride the price rises. It hasn't worked for me so far. 
I'm hoping in the last few days there will be uh, what what the redditors are calling the casuals <laughs> transferring in in players they think are gonna do good or whatever. Um, I mean, if I could just get Kane to drop by point one, that'd be amazing because then I can get him in for cheaper than he's he's worth. But yeah, I I, I was having a problem earlier because I can't. Like, I'm very close to being able to fit all of the players that I want, but I'm going to have to sacrifice one. Yeah. And we talked last week about how I wanted two of either Mane and Salah or Mane and Firmino. Yeah. Um, the problem is, in order to have a midfield that isn't freaking terrible and fit in Alonso, who I really want, yeah. I have to have two 4.5 midfielders. And that would mean I'd also have to play a 4-3-3. Uh, mm. I'd also have to have Tammy Abraham up front. I mean, we want Tammy Abraham up front. I kind of do, but I'm... You don't want to play him every week. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of the issue. It's like, it's a very anti-Dan way of playing. Yeah. I, I, I tend to want to You're have... Going against your beliefs, though. Yeah, Not I tend... ethos. I tend to so. want to have 11 players that I think are going to get, like, max points. I don't like having, like, an Abraham yeah. where I'm like... I know he's got to get two points a lot of weeks. Yeah. So he's looking uh, like a good choice though. Uh, he, he does. He does it good, but you can know, you, Bonnie coming back in. Can you partner Bonnie up front? I get the impression that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I, I didn't. Because Juventus think... played as two, didn't they? At one point. I honestly can't remember, but you know they've been playing with Ayu and Abraham, sort of Ayu uh, playing like a support striker role, and I, I've got to imagine like. They didn't sign Abraham on loan to have him sit on the bench. Surely not. And he's shown that he's a good player. So, And he's scored already, hasn't he? Scored yeah, he scored last yeah. week. So I, I think they're probably going to partner each other. And they're both big, tough strikers. So, you know, maybe they'd be a good partnership. But Do you play two big guys up front? Well, Bonnie isn't, like, tall, though. I no, mean, he's, no, he's, he's just kind he's of... He's strong. Yeah. Um, but they're both quite good technically. Abraham's quick, right? I think he's pretty fast. So I, don't, I, I haven't seen man. an awful lot of him, to be fair, but he, he doesn't seem like a slouch while not seeming like... Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he, he was... Incre- him and Mitchu were incredible together at yeah, Swansea. Yeah, yeah. And just obviously went to Man City and just didn't happen, did yeah. it? Yeah. Well, yeah, he went on loan to Stoke and, and Stoke then it didn't really happen there. Yeah, let's not talk about Stoke. It's kind of reminiscent of the Sigurdsson thing where he, you know, went to Spurs and, and kind of didn't really have a great time of it, but... Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to get Atsu because I, I really like the look of Atsu. I like the look of Atsu, but I've He's got Richie. I don't. To take Richie out for another new car, I just doesn't. I can't. It's sideways. Do it. Yeah, and it feels yeah. like a sideways move. And also, yeah. Richie has you know, on, penalties and set, and set yeah. pieces. So for me, it's, I really like the look of Atsu, you know, in the first two games, but then obviously got an assist against uh, yeah. West Ham. If you don't have a Newcastle midfielder already and you've, mm. you've, your cheapest midfielder can be 5 mil, yeah. definitely go for Atsu. I think it's a good shout. Yeah, but for me it's looking like... It seems like he's nailed that right wing spot as well. Yeah, for me it's looking like Norton is coming in um, and Bemba for a, for a cheap... 4.0 guy to fill up the, the space. Hey, tell Ant about your team name. <laughs> Jurum Bemba <laughs> is going to be reminiscent nice. of the, uh, the Michael Jackson. Do you remember the time? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Isn't it? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to get like Firmino in or something, but it's going to. 
Um, so this was the other thing I could do. I could. Was killing me. I could Absolutely. get Atsu if I had Mkhitaryan in, instead of Salah. Oh, shit. But I don't want a Man United player. <laughs> so, so my own bias is screwing me over here. Mickey, I don't know. Like Mickey is the man. What I will tell you is I'm definitely getting Kane in, and he's definitely going to be my captain. Um, and I, I think on that note, I'll pass it over to to Natalie to see what her team's looking like. You know, the same as always, really, lads. So, do you want to hear a funny thing, everybody? <laughs> You'll remember last week that I got Brutus in, red card, chaos everywhere. Good man. <laughs> Carnage. However, the transfer this week is not Brutus out because... Oh my God. As mentioned in the last episode, where he was so in demand at the start of the last game week... Hmm that he's, it would take a lot of transfers out for him to drop in price. It still doesn't look as though he's going to drop in price, <laughs> despite how the kid is literally suspended for three games. Who cares? Not me. <laughs> so what is happening is Britos on the bench, just going to sit, keep, just it, in case. keep it warm. Ake, out. Oh. Kiko Fermania, in. Good old Kiko. That's what I want. Because Ake looks like he's going to drop. I'm not going to play him for the next few weeks. Like, I'm just not interested. Yeah. Arsenal next, you don't really know what's going to happen there. I mean, I'm almost predicting an Arsenal loss, but... I just don't want... I'm just not interested in Ake right now. He's not worth the 5.0. No. At at this point in time. Not at all. I think he can be, but... So, that's that's the plan. Um, I'm unsure about a Renegade captain this week. It's currently Gabbiadini, hmm. but I'm thinking about Heaton. Is this a season-long thing now? No, I'm just doing it. It's a strategy, isn't I it? I mentioned this briefly last week. Right. When you were absent. <laughs> um, but if your team is performing averagely, you might as well just pick a random captain. Yeah, well, yeah, to try just and make to, up. Yeah, exactly, just to get ahead. The second you start performing below average, then pick a, cap- pick a safe captain. Can you captain Rob Rob Green this week? <laughs> no, because apparently he's signed for Huddersfield. Should we like? Can we like from the, the, the analysis Twitter account? Can we just give FPL hassle until they add him? <laughs> I think can we campaign? We'll campaign. Social media campaign. Hashtag give Robert genu- Green a number. <laughs> give Green a shout. Genuinely, I noticed this. <laughs> Guys, if everyone could just sorry. calm down. Everybody, stop. I noticed this earlier today. There are only 500 players listed. Yeah. So I assume that's how they do it. They don't have <laughs> like third goalkeepers for lower down teams. Right, okay. So well, I Rob assume... Rob still a man. You'd think he would be a second keeper at least. Well, maybe... People would look for him. Yeah. Like us. Would they? like us. Guys, and no consider one... A social media he'd be the first 3.5 goalkeeper. I'd get him in. Guys, yeah. no one is looking for Rob Green. <laughs> we are. No, we're g- not. Give Green the chance. <laughs> so I might captain Tom Heaton. Don't know. Probably just stick it on Gabbiadini. Well, hey. Hmm. I don't like that Gabbiadini shout. It's not renegade enough or it's just not interesting? Um... Just Gabbiadini, it's not like an exciting renegade. It's not. Fine, I'll captain Tom Heaton. I'm not even mad. Yeah. Um, Oh, God, I hope it goes well now. Thank you. (laughs) A quick look at the handsome 11. We've made some changes, everybody. Oh, goodness. We've got Morata in for Llorente. 
You only think never should have been in there in the first place, but hey. Well, no, I, I contest that. I contest that. On handsomeness and ability alone, he deserved a spot. We were just unlucky. He's gone now. Murata's in. And who else? And we got rid of Morales as well. Again. The unplaying Morales. Yeah. Um, for, for Emre Chan. Yeah. So we'll see he's, how you know, he's, he's a decent looking fella. Who are we going to captain player. this week, please, everybody? I've left the captain see on Fabregas, but I'm thinking maybe we captain new boy Morata. I think Morata's a good choice. A good choice. Yeah, Up against Leicester this week. Away from home. Let's do it, everyone. See if uh, Alonso can ping in those crosses. Do- or maybe Zappa Costa. Maybe Zappa Costa will get his first assist. Do you Excellent. reckon he's going to play? Do you reckon he's going to play much? I really don't know. I really don't know. I mean... Oh, I thought you thought he was going to play. Because you've got a centre-back... I think there's a chance. You've got a centre-back in Azpilicueta who can also play on both wings. Hmm. It's strange. They've got, they've got good depth now. Do you think Conte is typically the kind of player that would... Uh, manager that would want someone to bed in a bit first before playing? Them? I think if any player's going to get ousted from that eleven, it's Moses. Yeah, yeah, totally. It'll be the first one. Gives it the yeah, which gives it yeah, it kind of puts that Costa in it. Yeah, and I wouldn't take the risk, fantasy not wise, yet. but you but like wait and see if he starts you know, coming on. Clean sheet cup. So yeah, thank you, Ant. Clean sheet cup. That was a great lead. It was, <laughs> it was clean sheet screen. cup options. Everybody, I would like to know who your picks are. I have picked first this week because I wanted to, mm. and I have picked Burnley to clean sheet. Against Crystal Palace. <laughs> I just had to work Took your out. time there as if you didn't believe it was I just Palace. had to work out that that was right. I think Burnley will score <laughs> at home to Palace. Mm. I don't think Palace will score away to Burnley. Okay. Oof. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. For me, you know, I'm still desperately chasing after those points. I'm going to go for a Southampton-Watford nil-nil. Because that game Ooh. absolutely stinks of a defensive stalemate. Um... Marco Silva, a, a pl- manager who's very good at organising his teams. Southampton, you know, they've only scored in one game this season. They've kept two clean sheets. It's, it just, yeah, it looks like a boring game to me, so that's my bet. Anthony. So I'm going for three in a row, am I? Yeah. Well, I, technically, technically, no. You forfeited last week. Yeah, true. You should get a minus point for that. No, I'm going to stick to what I said earlier. I think Brighton are going to get a clean sheet against West Brom. Lovely. Wow, that's a... I think Brighton will win. Oh, really? I just think they've got some confidence. They, they haven't come... scored yet yeah, this season. Yeah, but they have to break the duck at some point. I think they're going to have some confidence with that clean sheet and a do point. They? And they're going back to play at home. I think, no, I think they can do it. Yeah. No, that, that, I'm I just thought it was curious because right. West Brom, obviously, are a very strong defence against a team who haven't scored yet. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think like Brighton, a one-nil. I think Brighton will nick it It's one fair nil. to say it will be a low-scoring <laughs> game. <laughs> have neither of you got no. one right? No. No. Not yet. No, it's been, it's been a dreadful beginning. But it hasn't been fun. Didn't I go from Newcastle against Spurs the first week and then yep. Matey Boy got sent off and it all <laughs> went down the pan? Yeah. Um, That's just a Saturday ruiner, isn't uh, it? But I'm going to be so mad if Brighton keep a clean sheet against West Brom now because I'm going to be like, screw you, man. You went for a renegade one and it worked. <laughs> and I know my Southampton-Watford one is already cursed. So that's that's kind of, I think that sums it up this week. Is anyone looking forward to any games in particular this weekend? Uh, Brighton no. one. <laughs> Brighton one. Yeah. No, There's a lot of nice, tasty three o'clock kickoffs. We've got Super Sunday, which is <laughs> features Burnley Palace, 
and Swansea Newcastle. That is the worst. What a super this, Sunday. That is, that is a fucking mundane that's, Sunday. That's the kind of thing that I'm really here for. Those are the fixtures that I really things. like. What, what yeah. mundane Sunday. Yeah. Shall I come round? <laughs> you can do. Um, Man City Liverpool, twelve thirty kickoff on on the uh, the Saturday. So, uh, so don't, don't captain, captain any anyone. Of them. <laughs> that's, that's what's stopping me from the uh, the Mane Salah captain. Um, Arsenal Bournemouth probably got to get marked. Brighton West Brom, Everton Spurs. That's going to be a, a tasty one. Do you think? I think that's going to be a high scorer. I think I think Kane's going to get a Hattie. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think there's many clean sheets there. I mean, it is. Knowing me how bad I am at captains, it's probably going to be 1-0 to Everton, but I don't know, I feel like this is Spurs springing into life. Chelsea-Leicester looks like it could be a fun one. Southampton-Watford, Stoke-Man United, yeah, it's not bad. I think, I think, I think Leicester, I think Leicester, Chelsea, that's, that's my game. Is that your pick of the week? I think that's got, that looks even more exciting than uh, City-Liverpool. Mm. I think Leicester will win as well. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I do. I'm quite disappointed by the half five of not doing anything. What game can I watch on BT Sport? Oh, it's Stoke, oh, Stoke Man United. United yeah. No, Stoke Man United's normally a good game. Stoke normally win, don't they, at the Britannia against United? I, you know, I can't even remember. I don't care enough. I think they do tend to perform quite well, but... I've got Lukaku, babe. I've got Lukaku, but like... What and what? I forgot you even had him. Yeah, I've still got Lukaku just sitting up there. For for someone who owns Lukaku, you're very quiet about it. Like, most people are like, oh, yeah, I've got Lukaku. I haven't shut up about it. Every week. And the one one time I didn't captain him, he missed the penalty, so I'm quite happy about that, to be fair. I talked about him last week because I was said I was, yeah, I was pleased that everyone had captained him, and I wasn't mad. Oh, yeah, that was it. You weren't mad even though you had it. Didn't everyone captain Kane? It was a. I'm because I'm the only idiot that's got both of them. Yeah, yeah Kane, Lacazette, and Lukaku were the big captains who got a max of one point. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. I was quite disappointed too that Kane did nothing. That was a disappointment. And Ali delivered but... again, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. I so yeah. Bit bitter about that one. Bitter. Why bitter? I don't know. I was convinced that Ali wouldn't. Oh, you should listen to me. Betting time. against your own boy. Yeah. I, I, I really <laughs> don't like Man City Liverpool being 12 30. It's too early. No, it's not. It's too early. It's probably going to be boring because. Well, t- last week you were saying that it was going to be high scoring. Well, no, I, I think that fixture on paper looks like it's going to be mental, but oh, the 12 30 so games early. always seem to be a little bit lacklustre. Mm. Uh, especially on Saturdays, like. It's, it's always kind of like they're, you know, they're out of bed too early. Like, Better oh. than it being on a Friday night, though. Yeah. I yeah. feel like we should wrap this up Yeah, now. I mean, no, no. <laughs> just, just thought we'd have a little chat about uh, our exciting ventures into uh, football madness this weekend. So, yeah, cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, you can get in touch with us. Natalie, take it away with the details. You can email us at hello at thedanalysis.com. No, no one's emailed us. <laughs> no goddamn emails. Can someone? <laughs> Literally, Nat looked at my face and knew I was going to ask. I did. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. Please tweet us. We'll reply. Um, at the Danalysis. How many followers yep. are we up to now? Thirty-one. Oh, but we twenty-six only, last time I looked. But we only follow thirty-three. Yeah. So our ratio is looking pretty nice. Right. Take that. So please email us at hello at the Danalysis and on Twitter find us at the Danalysis if you'd like to get in touch. If you don't want to get in touch, then that's fine. Just listen to the podcast. You can download it and then you can rate us and subscribe and yes. all the other nice things on iTunes and stuff. Also, um. If you listen to this podcast on somewhere that isn't iTunes, or you want to listen to this podcast on somewhere that isn't where you're listening to it right now, please tell us so that we can make it happen there. Hmm. 
Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, one of these days we'll get around to putting it on YouTube. Yes, that's something that's, we're going to do. That's yeah. something we need that's to do. So yeah, definitely rate us. Give us five stars, of course, because you Why know not? this has been a five-star use of your time. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been Dan. You've been um, fantastic. Oh, fan! No, 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 no. Fantastic. No, I've been present. You've been banned. You have, you have been here. <laughs> and what, we couldn't ask for more. Yeah. You know what? I think presentness, presence, <laughs> is underrated and underrated quality. So thank you very much. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you. Um, and we'll see you next week. Yes! Bye. Enjoy the weekend. Bye. Bye.